we are coming into the time of year when we celebrate harvest and harvest festival so I'd like to share a few thoughts about that with you today which I hope will prompt you to think and be a blessing to you this week. There are loads of things that we can talk about to do with harvest but I've got two things in particular that I just want to highlight um, and have a think about today. So the first is that Harvest Festival is a time when we can be reminded of God's provision. Time and time again throughout the Bible we see God providing for his people. In Exodus we see the Israelites come out of Egypt, be freed from slavery by God and then we see them in the desert wandering. In Exodus 16, we start to see them grumble and they are not happy about their situation in the desert. Let me read Exodus 16 for us. The whole Israelite community set out from Elim and came to the desert of Sin, which was between Elim and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after they had come out of Egypt. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots and meat and ate all that we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve the entire assembly to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. That evening, quail came and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, what is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, it is the bread the Lord has given for you. So we see God has taken the Israelites out of Egypt, but he hasn't just abandoned them after that. He has continued to care and provide for them in ways they didn't even expect. And he cared about every single part of their being, including what they were going to eat. But God's provision wasn't just for the Israelites. We see in the New Testament, Jesus is talking uh, in what we call the Sermon on the Mount, and he is promising God's provision too. Matthew 6, which is the Sermon on the Mount, says this. Jesus says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet their heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than these? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the fields grow. They do not labour or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendour was dressed like one of these. 
if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? Jesus is showing us that we do not need to focus our lives on material things because God will provide for us just like he provides for the birds and he provides for the flowers. God will provide us, his children, with what we need. So we have seen God's provision in the past and we will continue to see God's provision in the future. And harvest time is a reminder for us of God's provision in the now. The second thing I want to highlight is how harvest time can remind us of blessing. So we've already seen how God has blessed us by providing us with lots of different things and what we need. But as we're all aware, there are people around us people who are known to us and not known to us, people all across the world who are struggling because they haven't seen provision this year. So my challenge for you is how can you be a blessing for those who are struggling with a lack of provision? That may be a lack of food, it may be a lack of something else, but how can you be a blessing to those who are struggling with a lack of provision. Galatians 6.10 says, therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone. When I was in primary school, I clearly remember being probably about five or six and being in our harvest festival assembly. We each had to take a tin of food in um, as they were doing a collection for a local homeless shelter. So I took in a tin of tomato soup and I love tomato soup. So I went to go put it up at the front with the pile of food. And I didn't quite understand the concept that that soup was going to go to people who needed it. So I remember being a little bit upset about the fact that I didn't get my tin of soup back at the end of the day. But that's something that we could be doing we can be supporting and providing things for those who do not have that provision. Although probably with a slightly better mindset than six-year-old me. But we don't have to provide and support in material or financial ways. We can provide and support in prayer or we can be a blessing with our time. There are lots of different ways that we can be a blessing to others. So take some time this week to ponder what that might look like for you. Think about what you can do to be a blessing to others and also be reminded of what God has provided for you and how you can give thanks for that. I'd like to finish with a prayer which I think fits this theme really well. So do join in this with me. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly host. 
praise Father, Son and Holy Ghost. Amen.